Hello friends, this is Caleb Suko. You are listening to the Now is the Time podcast and this is the last podcast episode of 2018. So, sorry. yeah, sorry. The la- what I meant to say was the last podcast episode before 2018. And so what could I do but bring my lovely and beautiful wife, Christina, along for this for this episode. So Hello that- everyone. And we thought it would be good to just take this episode and look back a little bit on some of the things that God has done in our lives in 2017, and in particular, some of the some of the surprises. What what would you could you like describe 2017 in like a word or two? What would you say? I would describe it as growing family. Growing family. Okay. Well, would good. you Would you agree with that? Um. Yeah, but I, I think I could probably use some other words to describe it. Like, I would think, when I think of 2017, I just think of unexpected. Oh, yes. <laughs> it just seems like so many, like, not in a bad sense, but just, just unexpected things that happened to us. Yes. Unexpected, unplanned. And we do have a few that we could share with you. Yeah, so we want to share six things... I don't know, that surprised us, that maybe we're not planned. We're not expected for sure. In 2017. And uh, hopefully, hopefully sharing these things will kind of give you an idea about our 2017 and, and also encourage you just to follow God's leading in your lives. But Christina, why don't, why don't you start? The first thing that was really unexpected to us was that our daughter met this young man online and she started writing back and forth with him and soon we realized that it was more serious than just internet chatting and that was sort of like one unplanned thing that led to many other (laughs) many other unplanned and unexpected and new things in our lives and and in her life for sure that's true. So that's that's when Naomi met Jorge in February of 2017. And actually, we were already thinking at the beginning of the year in January, we, as missionaries usually do, we plan out our year. And we were already making plans about going on furlough and then coming back to Ukraine. And Naomi's plan was to go on furlough with us to the States and then not to stay in the States, but come back to Ukraine and work with orphans. But love changes things quickly, doesn't it? That's true. That's true. And I think we won't go into that story because we did a whole podcast on that story that you can listen to. But I would say that that, it was definitely unexpected. And my first reaction was, oh, no, this this can't be God's will. I don't know. Did, Did you react like that at the beginning or... That... No, I don't. I don't think that I felt like it wasn't God's will. It was so outside of my box that I just couldn't even think straight. It just it it didn't make sense. It just threw my whole plan, my whole idea for Naomi out of the window. And in fact, it wasn't just our idea of what we planned for her future. Those she she, she shared those things with us. That's yeah. right. 
And so to us, that was just breaking all of this nicely structured um, future for her. And it was it was a little shocking. That was really testing our faith. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, I, I guess it wasn't that I you know specifically thought, oh, this is not God's will, but... Yes, similar to you that that when I saw that relationship developing between Naomi and Jorge, I was a little bit almost like in a panic mode, like, wait, 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 stop, no, this can't happen, this this is going to mess everything up. But then when we started, you know, getting into it, praying, talking with Jorge, we saw that was God's will. So, what's your take on their relationship now? Well, I think that they're very happy together, and they I think each of them found their soulmate, <laughs> and they enjoy their life together in Chile. Um, I think that there are various situations that they have to deal with there, on the ground there, um, and Naomi has to face some things that she has never faced before mm-hmm. as a child living with us in our family. Um, but that's just the process that she has to go through, and it's a part of growing up, and we're thankful for that experience in her life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We see God's leading in that. So, But I don't want to spend all the time on that. I want to talk about a few ministry things as well. And one of those, I guess, new ways that we began to minister in in 2017 was with the Ukrainian soldiers. We actually started that a little bit before the at the end of 2016, like we just visited them a couple of times, but that was something that we developed in 2017. And I remember, um, Christian, I remember your dad talking to me about that because we had the ministry with the refugees and all the refugees left and they were sent to different places. Uh, some stayed in Odessa, but mainly they were dispersed. And so he said, well, we should find another ministry that we can do evangelistic you know type of a ministry and he just got this idea go to the army base military base just north of town and he went up there and it just happened to be well it just happened to be obviously it was God's leading that uh, there was a chaplain who uh, who's actually a Ukrainian army officer and, and he happens to be Christian so he kind of functions as a chaplain and he was just just wanting a church to come in and minister to the soldiers that's amazing i think it's an it's an amazing opportunity for the church to have its ministry with the soldiers and it's an amazing opportunity to meet unchurched people yeah and i i really felt like earlier when we started the ministry with the refugees that was something that really inspired me or invigorated me to ministry or to minister to them because so much of my experience in ministry has been teaching and preaching and interacting with people that have been believers, have been Christians for you know some years already. And so it, it was just so different to do a ministry with these people, that these, these soldiers that just knew nothing of God's word. Yet they were interested. Yes, and they're mainly young people yeah. who still have their full lives ahead of them. And so I think it's just, it's just tremendous 
opportunity to influence. Yeah. So anyway, th- thankfully, you know, we that it was it was a, a bit of a always a little bit of a guessing game going there because you never know who's going to show up and all that. Um, there were a couple times we went and there was nobody there, and we would just we just finally would say, okay, let's pray and sing a few songs ourselves. As soon as we do it, like half a dozen guys would show up or something. So. Uh, but they've been able to continue that on while we're here, and I'm looking forward to getting back to that when we get back to Ukraine. Okay. Number um, no. three. Number three. Oh, the pastor's conference in May. So the pastor's conference in May, yeah, that was a surprise because that was the largest conference that we had ever done. And honestly, I didn't think that the facilities would handle that many people but we had up to about 800 people attending that conference and i think that what i've seen is this conference that i've been able to have the privilege of helping to plan and organize and lead for the last couple years is the conference actually has been going for about 20 years and so it has some very faithful men that attend it and and it's sort of for many of them that's their only training in ministry in theology but i was just amazed uh, and blessed by the by the church there that was willing to take on that project or that conference and feed all those people and it was it was a little bit crazy but what what a big blessing to have so many show up and we're actually planning another conference in may this coming May that's probably going to be about the same size. In fact, they they're planning and hoping for even a few more people. So wow, that's that's amazing. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Okay, number four is meeting with churches in Chile. Um, since our daughter married a Chilean and moved to Chile. We decided that we should go and at least check it out for ourselves. Uh, for me, that was my first trip to South America. And um, it was so amazing to me as we met with believers in the churches there. We felt that same spirit, spirit of Christ uniting us. Even though uh, we couldn't speak their language fluently, we only understood Uh, a little of what they were saying Uh, we just felt that love and um, the happiness to to see us to get to know us to find out about ministry in ukraine and um, to me it was really amazing yeah i and i agree and i think that even though it it was technically it was it was our vacation time that we took to go down there but you know we're interested in the church <laughs> like yes we should be and so so we spent time talking with some pastors down there and we spoke in a couple of churches and uh and we saw some of the the needs that the churches have there of uh, primarily a good teaching uh the church that nami and jorge are part of there asked me to do some teaching on uh ecclesiology the the doctrine of the church and I think that it was just so, you know, it's, it was like a, a bit of a brand new world as far as the church goes mm-hmm. to see 
how the church functions there. And I think what's interesting too, and what we're learning more and more, and also as we interact with Naomi and Jorge just over Skype and everything, is that the church looks quite a bit different in Chile than it does in Ukraine. Yeah, for sure. Different history. And different than it looks like here. Different strengths, mm -hmm. different weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And and so you can't just go and cookie cutter a ministry and say, oh, you need this. Um, there are certain things that they really need to work on and strengthen yeah. that are not the same necessarily as as the problems in, in Ukraine. So that was, that was very interesting. Uh, to see as well. Although I do think that doctrine is is very important, regardless of where <laughs> of you are. And, of, <laughs> and and I think that many churches in Ukraine would benefit of good, solid Bible teaching because they, I think every church would benefit from good, solid Bible <laughs> absolutely, teaching. Absolutely, but what I'm what I'm trying to say is that um, there are quite a few churches in Ukraine that don't have a solid understanding uh, or a solid doctrine and um, their yeah. teaching is not quite on par well yeah but what I'm saying is that it's just the problems are slightly different like uh, maybe the, some of the doctrinal issues that they struggle with in mm -hmm. Chile are not quite the same as the issues yes, they struggle yes, with in Ukraine and um, and things like that so yeah so yeah. just just kind of differences that, that we had noticed there but we really enjoy getting to know the pastors and, and churches in in Chile, and we'll probably be down there again sometime in the future. So um, it's great to have those relationships. All right, uh, number five. Now, these some of the <laughs> this one's a little bit um, of a discouraging. Yeah, of a sad one. But with I hate, we want to be honest with you guys. And we were surprised this December. We had one of our larger supporting churches that just that completely dropped us and so that was that was pretty surprising to us because um, they had been supporting us for quite some time and for a large amount and when we got the news about that well, we just didn't expect it it was it was it was quite unexpected i think i think that it was even more unexpected because we're on our last month and a half of furlough and we are basically gearing up towards going back to right. Ukraine and, and our support has been doing fine. And all of a sudden now we're faced with this fairly large chunk of support gone. And so I think that it really teaches us to trust the Lord and and trust for his provision and even though we have just over a month and a half left here in the states we still trust that he will be able to bring in that support that is needed uh, because we already have the tickets to go back and mm -hmm. um and we pray that god would encourage um, encourage us and then he would encourage uh, people maybe to give to our ministry to consider joining our ministry team yeah, I think, year. and I think a lot of these unexpected things that happen in in our family and in our ministry, they really serve to help or to stretch our faith, absolutely, and help us learn to trust in God more, mm -hmm. because we realize that we're not in control of these things. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Okay, and okay, we have one more unexpected <laughs> thing. Do you want to say, or do you want me to say? Uh, 
You can say it. That's fine. So the final thing, and this goes back to the first thing, <laughs> which was about Naomi and Jorge. The final thing that was unexpected was we did not expect to hear, to hear in 2017, that we would possibly become grandparents in 2018. Yes, that was really interesting and, and exciting news too, because it does affect our plans for 2018. Yes, certainly. So that's exciting news for us, although we don't feel nearly old enough to be grandparents. Yes, we're very young. <laughs> <laughs> although I don't know, my gray hair is telling me a different story, but but um, but yeah, yeah. we still have children in elementary school. <laughs> True, second grade, yeah. <laughs> but I, I I remember, I think maybe about eight years ago, telling some people that my plan was that that within ten years I'd be a grandfather. <laughs> and they looked at me and kind of laughed. And I said, well, you know, it's possible. But I'm not Little even... Little did you know. I'm not even sure <laughs> if I had enough faith to, to believe that. But our daughter, Naomi, is expecting, and uh, still very early on, but... Uh, probably sometime in August or September, it looks like. So you can be in prayer about that. It looks like we might have, one of us might have a trip coming up next year. Mm -hmm. Yep, very true. Okay, so now let's switch gears a little bit. And Christina, if you could summarize 2018, was there any kind of big lesson that you felt that 2017 that you felt that you learned in 2017 I felt that God was teaching me to keep an open mind that I should not be locking myself to a box of ideas that I should learn to you mean trust of, him of your plans of my own future. plans right, and ideas yeah. for the future yes yeah. and and um and certainly many things that happened in this past year were things that I would never even have thought about. They were really, like I said, so far outside of my box. That was almost unfathomable. But looking back, I Do you I still realized, have a box? <laughs> I think my box is being destroyed. <laughs> but I think that this this past year has really taught me to be flexible, to continue to trust that God is working on something much greater than I can see at this point, mm -hmm. at this moment in my life, and that he has his goodwill um, at the forefront of it all. And I may not see it, but I will see it later. And people around me may not see it, but surely they will see it later as well. And it's exciting. It's exciting because it's... It's just, it's freeing to trust God to, mm -hmm. to do what he purposes to do. And it's exciting to see what he's going to bring about. Very well said. I would agree with you 100% on all those things. And, but I would also like to add that one of the things that I think I've really learned in 2017 is that there's ministry, there's ministry opportunities around you all the time. Yes, that's true. And the reason I say that is, well, one is, I mean, even with our soldiers outreach, you know, that was there, it was sitting there and it just, it just took 
my father-in-law taking some initiative and going out there and seeing if you can do it. There are people around you that need the gospel and that might be interested to hear the gospel. Um, but also, I think in terms of our family and the ministry opportunities with our children. Yes. That's a constant ministry <laughs> opportunity <laughs> waiting it's to happen. It's <laughs> ongoing. Yeah. Um, and I think of the ministry opportunities now in, in Chile also. And not that we're planning to move there, anything like that. But just when we went down, um, being able to encourage, to, to do some teaching, to counsel some people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just amazing the ministry opportunities that we had as we went down there. And then also, I think of the ministry opportunities we have while we're here in the States. Mm-hmm. And more than ever, I view this time of visiting churches as ministry. Mm-hmm. And we have been able to engage with, um, well, I will link our year-end report in the show notes on this episode. And, um, and I detail in there how many churches we visited. I think it's something like 28 in the past six months been able to engage with them and minister to them and and that doesn't even get the individuals that we talked with that we encouraged that we counseled and and there are many and and so we just i just felt like you know wherever we look the ministry opportunities are always there and we need to take advantage of them yes and i i think that lots of those ministry opportunities happened when we necessarily did not plan them we just mm-hmm. we just happened to be there and they just presented themselves and we had the opportunity of whether to say yes or say no to those ministries and by saying yes we i felt like we have enriched our life right. we have made friends we have been able to help other people and I just feel like if we had said no we would have missed so much Mm -hmm. and we would have missed a great blessing from God Mm -hmm. so the lesson is I I don't think that we're saying that you shouldn't plan things (laughs) I think it's good to plan and we still try to plan but at the same time be open to the fact that God can change your plans Mm -hmm. don't let yourself become distraught if your particular plans don't work out the way you thought they would. And your box cannot contain what God has prepared well, I mean, for you. Honestly, I, I look at that and it's like the, the most uh, profitable ministries, it seems like, that we have been involved in and some of the most amazing things that have happened in our family are things that we did not plan. That's true. And maybe God just does it that way so that when we look back at it, we're not like, Oh wow! Look how amazing! You know, I did this, I did that. We don't. We cannot take any credit for any of that. And actually, and that's why when I wrote our year-end report, which is linked in the show notes, it's a PDF you can download it. But one of the first things I wrote in there was, "Hey, well, this is a paraphrase. I don't have it in front of me, but basically, this is what God has done, not what we have done. But in in a way, it's sort of like I, I want, I hesitate sometimes to write a report because I don't want to be just um, what is the word 
like advertising ourselves and hey look how great we are yeah but on the other hand i know that it's important to write and i hope it's an encouragement to others to see what god has done and what how he has used us the things that he's allowed us to take part in so any closing thoughts for 2017 well we're just grateful for having a very busy but very fruitful and exciting year another year that added to the history of our family and our ministry and we're really looking forward to i'm really looking forward to the next year our regional conference is happening next year that's always exciting our children are always looking forward going to back that. to ukraine soon going back to ukraine yes going back home that's always a so a lot that's always of, a good thing a lot of exciting things coming up we'll keep you informed about it but in the meantime, hope you have a wonderful new year, 2018, and continue to pray for us and um, pray for us as we get ready to go back to Ukraine, especially. And as we try to raise the last bits of support. And as we prepare and... to be grandparents. <laughs> that too, for sure. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of our podcast. All right. Blessings, friends. Bye.